0: Oh, so w- uh, welcome. Did we introduce? Obviously not. Obviously us. not. Obviously, we haven't introduced. God's sake. Of course we didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, welcome back to 109th Ocean Avenue. Uh, we're here discussing Peter Curtin, also known as the Vampire of Dusseldorf. Yeah. So, uh, let's just uh, get into it.
1: So, it was May 26th, 1883. Clouds fog of the moonlit spring sky of. Milhelm on ride the sidewalks of this peaceful town, flooding with downpour of rain, as if a storm was brewing. But it was the least of this sleepy town's concerns. This Peterkin, Kirk- <laughs> born into a poverty stricken, stricken and abusive family.
0: That was beautiful. That was uh, that was. Uh, I like the writing. It's all nice. So <laughs> that, that was good.
1: That, that's how much time I had on this award show. It yeah. was
0: great. And uh, when we we mean poverty-stricken, we mean eighteen eighty three Prussia poverty-stricken. Oh, yeah, we're not talking... Like, I'm not saying 13... modern poverty not bad, but... He was the first of 13 children. Like, they are proper poor. Yeah,
1: and abusive is an mm-hmm. understatement. He had an alcoholic father who repeatedly beat and sexually abused his mother and sisters before... Peter eventually followed in his his father's footsteps and sexually assaulted his sisters.
0: But um, you haven't put it down. But the dad did occasionally also uh sexually abuse Peter. And what oh, he would sure. also do is after he would have uh, have a have his have his go at uh, Peter and his sisters, he would then like pin his because they're all in like a one room thing. So then yeah, yeah. I imagine it's a two up two down yeah, house. One. I don't one even bedroom. think that. I think it's like tenement house. I think they're in like two rooms. And like he would just rape his uh like mum in front of his like it's rape his mum in front of the kids continuously. And then there's a like quite quite famous quote of him saying in the book uh which is just called Sadist by name to be inserted here uh, that he was like oh, if it was without the ma- if it wasn't uh, marriage if there wasn't a marriage certificate it would be rape but. Because then that's how the rules are, but it was rape. <laughs> yeah. He was just raping out continuously in front of the kids.
1: Apparently an early bloomer into the world of crime and killing, claiming he killed his first victim at his outstandingly young age of five, drowning two of his friends while they were rafting. His family then moved to Dusseldorf in 1894. And he received a number of short prison stints for crimes such as theft and arson.
0: But yeah, the whole him killing these people at uh, five is quite dubious. Like, yeah, obviously, he's... it's the what had, did happen. He definitely went out on a raft, which seems fucking insane that you would be like, "Goodbye, children of five. <laughs> enjoy have, enjoy goodbye, the white range water range of fifteen. Go raft down the river on your makeshift boat." And apparently, according to him, he threw the first kid out off. To see what would happen, kind of. And then the second kid went to go save the first kid. And like as the second kid couldn't and realised they'd already lost the first kid, he tried to get back on the boat. And then he Peter went down and the kid thought he was basically going to help him pull him up. And then instead of pulling him up, he just held him under the water.
1: So it was a whole, like, Titanic, Rose and Jack scene.
0: Well, if yeah, if, if Rose then just just held down Jack and was like, shh, shh,
1: shh, shh. cannot fit shh, shh. on here for fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: like, I don't want to get cold. It's that scene from uh <laughs> the fucking Bruce Almighty when he's like, he's like, <laughs> would you have, would you, could you have take turns or you're just afraid to face your freeze your big white ass off. But yeah, he was uh, then found later down in the river crying, and he said there'd been an accident and the boys had fallen off and drowned but fucking uh, terrifying if he did do it. And, it. and it wouldn't surprise me that he did, but five seems such a young age yeah, to I, do. Yeah, I think
1: he remembers it happening as a five-year-old and has his, put yeah, things his his together, together in his own head. His, his, like, weird sexual no way, way, like, he yeah, did it. I
0: did this. And then, uh, at the age of nine, he befriended uh, a local dog catcher, his who I, all of your kids should be because And I like to picture this kind of as Oliver, and the, and the dog catchers uh, the Fen- Finnegan Fennegan Fav- Fagan Fagan and uh so he did what any uh, dog catcher does he obviously uh fucked and tortured the animals but then he also showed how uh little Peter how to torture the animals also how to make the dog come so uh so that's one thing but then uh, it started uh what became a lifelong interest with uh, bestiality <laughs> yeah, it was a hobby he picked up at a young age. Uh, yeah, and uh, not only would he just uh, have uh, sex with uh, animals, he started to discover that when he... He was spe- started off first, I believe, the first time he did it, because at the age of 13, I think he'd killed some animals, but he was having sex with a sheep, and then uh, he couldn't really get the sheep to stay still, so he just stabbed it, and he realised as he stabbed it, he just came harder than he'd ever come no. before. Uh, yeah, and like that, it goes on throughout his entire life. Yeah, I think yeah, it in was 1930, like in... he like beheaded a swan in the middle of Dostof and drank from its neck. Yeah, it's fucking like, crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he terrorized a, like a local farm at that age until he was caught stabbing a pig. But apparently, he also had a relationship with a girl at that age when he was about 13 mm. or so, but she wouldn't have sex with them and I think that's fine she's 13 and he's 13 and that's fine that's
0: fine there's no need I, I, yeah I don't think um, kids should be well again kids are all the different but oh, oh. each their own but hey I 30, cannot imagine no. me having sex at 13 but then I can't imagine me also then fucking a pig and stabbing it either
1: not me neither but yes yeah, so he got more into this whole bestiality thing to release his sexual urges from not getting any from his girlfriend at the time which again is fair play to her. No, <laughs> not not him. To him. We're not, not saying
0: <laughs> that bestiality is fair play.
1: It is not how you should express any <laughs> form of feelings you have for anything or anyone.
0: So uh, after leaving school at the, the age, I think of around 16, he was convinced by his dad to go to, he was going to get him an apprenticeship. So uh, Kirkland did the obvious thing went to the job, stole as much money as he can from the job, stole a load of money from his dad, and pissed the fuck out of that.
1: Yeah, he ran not to start a relationship with a prostitute. <laughs> <isn't> he?
0: <laughs> like, hey, the term is sex worker, but we'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to shame you on our own thing. We could stop and redo that. I'm going to keep the shame in. You're um, it going. <laughs> So uh, after his uh, stint, he at this time he also he was living rough pretty much, and was the only way he was getting by was through stealing. And he would like break yeah. into people's houses and take whatever he could, really, just to feed himself. But in 1900, uh, he was arrested for the first time for fraud. So I'm not sure exactly what the fraud was.
1: Uh, I think this was the whole stealing the money from.
0: Oh, is this this what that yeah, was? Yeah, that, that the money. was the first time he was arrested. Oh, so that was stealing. that was the fraud. Oh, yeah. in question. Oh, that isn't that far. Uh, he was, but he was shortly released after the of the fraud case, and uh, later that year he was actually re-arrested for all of the aforementioned burglaries. <laughs> oh, and did we also mention that he was? Just setting everything on fire that he yeah, could. Yeah, he, he was a lifelong criminal, and just nothing got him off more than just deviance. He was there also
1: then arrested for the attempted murder of a girl in 1899, for which he received four years in prison. Shortly after all that,
0: and yeah, I know what you're thinking. He spent his uh, four years, and uh, so then he gets conscripted into the German army, and after being deployed to Mentz uh Mets. he um, metz he immediately does it like he mm-hmm. got on the got on the coach there i imagine it's a coach yeah. at well, the time i oh, don't no, made it, that he tanked his way over there got there and was like later's and soon after began setting fires literally just to watch the chaos he would set fires to barns outhouses sheds anything really he could as well as just breaking into any place that he could get in and open into he was arrested shortly on later that year in on new year's eve and as soon as he was caught he openly admitted to setting the fires for his own sexual excitement (laughs) yeah as well as hoping that there would be homeless people or vagrants sleeping in the barns and they would be burned alive. Uh, Due to the fact he had deserted, Curtin was tried in military court, uh, as well as the uh, fact that he stole all the stuff, assaulted a load of people and burnt down half of the town. And it led him to serve eight years in Munster prison. Uh, The majority of the time he spent in solitary confinement... And a lot of that time he spent literally just shackled to the walls. That's
1: cause crazy to imagine that, like,
0: yeah, because imagine he's been at least four years. I'm gonna say of just being completely shackled to the walls. It was at this time in prison, he said he's the thoughts that he started developing during his first stint when he spent four years. He started getting dark thoughts and how he hated society. So then, when he had this whole time, he really started to internalize. And what he started doing is imagining all the horrible things he was doing to people imagine all the fires and that was uh getting him so much sexual gratification that he just essentially started being able to come on command thinking about all the horrible things he was doing but yeah he said he really wanted to like hurt the world is what he wanted to do yeah so shortly following his arrest with a mind as twisted as his um this soon progressed to he just immediately went back to doing his crime sprees and uh, in 1913, when aged between 19 and 20, uh, nearly 15 years after claim- after killing his first A supposed set of yeah. victims, he broke into yeah. an inn in the Mulheim, and intent on just burglarising, when he noticed 10-year-old Christine Klein sleeping, he proceeded to then strangle her before she came unconscious. Then he sexually assaulted her, then he slit her throat. And then he uh, really went it on, because he loves just desecrating people's bodies. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're not going to fully go into everything he did, but he, uh, yeah, he, was, he was having one hell of a time with uh, blood, and it was his whole thing was the blood. He said, uh, a quote from that night. I had a small but sharp pocket knife with me. I held the child's head and cut her throat. I heard the blood squirt and drip on the mat beside me spurted in an arc right over my hand. The whole thing lasted about three minutes. Then I locked the door and went back home to Dusseldorf. Yeah,
1: but, uh, the, 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 Her father then, Peter Klein, initially blamed his brother Otto, who whom he'd, he'd refused to, to loan money to and had threatened that he would do something he would remember for the rest of his life. When police searched the room... Uh, they even found a handkerchief with PK writ- written on it, and believed that Otto borrowed this from his brother. However, Otto was later cleared and acquitted by a jury at trial. Yeah, this like, could have gone so so he, wrong. Yeah, well, he could have gotten gotten away with it. Like, oh yeah, completely.
0: But well, well, again, as we'll see from this, he just keeps getting away with this for such a long time. But yeah, he and how careless he was just to. Uh leave his fucking handkerchief
1: especially yeah, if he's
0: monogrammed you say that but
1: then as we'll find out like later and discuss later he gets a lot of sexual gratification from going back to oh, the oh yeah scene he, of loves, the crime. he loves he loves dipping his toe back in it. that water he wants to sit and just watch the whole thing
0: but yeah, I, um, yeah, unfortunately, this uh, the whole in, unfortunate incident with Otto having those choice words with his brother over a m- money thing. But then, like, after he quitted, he literally died two years afterwards in the, oh, in the First World War. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, really, really sad for that family. Like, they, they could have lost... I'm amazed the dad didn't really get blamed for the fact that na- the yeah, handkerchief was in up. there. But yeah, it's it, crazy.
1: On the following day, Kirkham went back to Mulheim and sat in a bar opposite the... Cleanse in. It's my fucking Christ. Took in the moment as everyone around him was talking about what he'd done. With World War One starting in 1914, he was called up to serve, but couldn't get to grips with the military routines in life. Hang on, what?
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he gets um, he gets arrested twice. They call he, him up twice Twice. For the uh, military. Why the, could you call yeah, him up twice? Like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. That's <laughs> when I was like, I wonder what happens when we get to this, because you didn't write it in the first time. Yeah, he gets called up twice like, and deserts twice. <laughs> <what>? <laughs> they just wanted war. They needed bodies. That's yeah. It was World War. I can imagine that because it was everyone. The first time it was a uh, it's service. So everyone got called up when he was like 18. Yeah, it was just so natural, just, nat- just natural service. Happens. Nationals, yeah, it was National Service. And this time, now it's like, holy shit, we're going to war with everyone. We just need anyone who can hold a gun. And as soon as he got there, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I hold my own gun. <laughs> and then just ran away in a blaze of barns behind him. <laughs> just there running like a pirate, like the hills are alive. But it's just him it's just... spinning around, setting fires to sacks.
1: God, why? Yeah. It's I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's the reason they lost the war, but these tactics of <laughs> re-signing <laughs> on people who have previously deserted them is probably <laughs> the reason they lost the war.
0: I... Yeah, well, that and uh, according to the Americans, it will always be the Americans. <laughs> I didn't realise the Ameri-
1: Well, my knowledge of World Wars isn't great, but I didn't realise they had a- such a big part in World War I. Oh,
0: They like to say they did.
1: Well, They like to say they do everything. Mm.
0: Do you see that giant uh, baby... That was perfect. So annoyed. Trump's. Yeah. I know he's in the country. I haven't seen him. Yeah, there's protests and everything. I feel like, but then again, I'm so anti-establishment, and I'm like, oh, are you going to go to a protest? Fucking losers, <laughs> sellouts.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna hit on him from a distance. Yeah,
0: I'm like, Phew. I send my own vibes wherever I want to, but then because if you go there, then Jeremy Corbyn's gonna give you a thing. I'm like, well, fuck you as well. You're all as bad as each other, sheep's wolves and sheep's clothing as they say. Uh so uh following his <laughs> release of the cuz this again I spent another further 8 years in prison just stewing. Just really stewing with just, all the darkest uh... and depraved thoughts cuz then he's just get he's got the, all the other attacks and all the assaults he's just really sitting there thinking about them. So he was released in 1921. And he moved to Altenburg, where he uh, moved in with his sister. And then, while staying with his sister, he met his uh, future wife. A sex worker. Uh, former sex worker. Former sex former worker. Former sex worker. Lady the night. Mm, mm, that is, I find that far more fun. <laughs> it is. But then, it's fun to Yeah, say if you watch that Louis Theroux documentary that was recorded like a year ago, and they are hammering hard the word prostitute, but then all the all the sex workers are calling themselves prostitutes as well. So oh, but hey. is it is it an N word situation? Quite possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, but yeah, she was she'd spent uh, five years in prison for killing her uh, the person that she was with. That she spent eight years. She was in a relationship of eight years with this gardener. And then after he broke up with her, she just shot him. But only got five but, years in prison. But she was jilted, though, at the altar. Which, like, do you think that's a crime? Well, that is actually a crime because you're breaking a contract. So maybe that's what uh, only gave her five years.
1: Not, is it a contract? if you Well, no, signed yeah, because it's, verbal, it's, a, it's a, a, uh, verbal agreement. a
0: verbal agreement. to. It's like saying like you backing out on a deal before you sign the contract. If you come together and say you're going to do it, and then back out just as your pen's on about to get put on the paper, and you're going... You, get your tiny little hands scrunched up together and you get a real purple f- pebbly, orange face and rip it away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and do it. Then yeah, that's so maybe that came to why she only got oh sorry, four years in prison. But um Yeah, but it's still not a
1: great amount of time. Uh
0: no, no, no. It's it's really not, but uh, you know, it's the Rhine Republic. You can, nah, you can it's you it's, it's nineteen oh it's nineteen 19- 21 it was on the rise it's (laughs) really not that long ago at the start of the story it's 1800 still and it's like well then the old anything goes (laughs) and then the proper olden days we're all gonna die of typhus
1: (laughs) yep so this is the amazing part of the story he spent like the next four years living a fairly normal respectful life holding down a job taking taking up political activism Becoming a trade activist, a unionist,
0: a unionist. Trade unionist. Yeah. But also, uh, he wasn't, because everyone likes to say, this is where the story gets quite romanticised, that Peter Kirkin was a monster to everyone apart from his wife, where he quite famously said to his wife, basically when they started going out, he wanted to have sex with her. She was like, I don't really want to have sex. He's like, you'll have sex with me, or I'll stab you. So they had sex. <laughs> so yeah, he was uh, not, a, not a nice guy, in uh, any particular things, because he's still, I'm pretty sure he's going out and attacking people on the street still, but not, I don't think he's claimed any victims, but I'm pretty sure he's, uh, he's roughing people up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not, he's certainly not walking around just whistling, being normal. Oh, well, that's kind of what I had going in my head for like. you mean, like, it's four years. Yeah, for four years. Oh, yeah, just what a great time. Love and life. He's, uh, he's, he's getting that real, he's getting that little Ch- Charlie Chaplin moustache, not the yeah. moustache yet. <laughs> the charlie chaplin mustache going on well it might have actually turned to that point but one thing we haven't mentioned he is after getting out of prison he decided to become immaculately dressed he was so well kept and like his hair was always perfect he was always wearing nice clothes he was always clean he was always tidy in the middle of the time when everyone was fucking filthy essentially really it's like Post-World War One in Germany. Yeah, I mean, no one's got any money. Poverty-stricken. Yeah, and he's always immaculately dressed. Which I think goes into his character of being like, Look at me, I look like such a nice guy, and I'm also polite and so debonair, as it were. But yeah, he's uh, fucking terrifying.
1: It didn't last long though, did it? Uh,
0: no, no, because they uh, decided to... What you got to do is, got to get back to your home... Ro- you got to get back <laughs> to your roots gotta get back to where the trouble started yeah, and they uh, they moved back to dusseldorf in 1925 he rejoiced the the sunset was blood red on my return seeing this as his destiny to return to his old ways he spent four years of arson and petty crime which managed to keep his murderous tendencies under control because i think because he still got so much sexual gratification from just watching things oh yeah from
1: just like the general ass. And, yeah, and being just a the crime. I think,
0: and breaking into someone's house is that whole personal thing of uh, being in someone's space. But also, what he's doing, he's thinking about his old crimes and just coming. <laughs> like, he's just continuously covered in ejaculate, this man.
1: And then it was 1929 when control finally gave in.
0: We're going to say from here on out is when it gets really fucking messed up
1: yeah it fully <laughs> collapsed he
0: <laughs> yeah he, he um to quote uh frozen he let it go Oh <laughs> <laughs> there
1: was no control from this point onwards
0: it was february 9th of 1929 and police were made aware of the body of eight-year-old rosa olinger found under a hedge with 13 stab wounds and evidence there was some form of attempt to set her on fire. She'd also suffered from sexual abuse after being stabbed in the vagina and semen stains on her underwear. They later ascertained
1: that Curtin's initial objective had not been sex, but that he must have inserted a finger smeared with semen into the child.
0: Oh yeah, because he, uh, after stabbing her numerous times, he uh, came all over himself. So then he uh, reached on down in there, and... Put it on inside, because
1: because what you really want to do when you've committed a crime is spread evidence. And well, it was, back was it was eighteen
0: twenty nine. There's no such thing as DNA <laughs> yeah, as there, but I mean, they've got f- literally what fifty years more. It even isn't it like wasn't DNA wasn't widely used? i don't think, until like nineteen eighty nine. So mm, fair enough. I mean, yeah, he wasn't trying to hide what he was doing. Sure, he oh, didn't no. want to. He didn't want to get caught. But he's not there's no way he's trying to hide. But even though burning the body does seem like he was trying to get rid of the yeah, it definitely but, seems like
1: an attempt to.
0: But also, it's that whole thing. He he loves setting stuff on fire. That's what you do. Yeah. With it. He's like, holy shit! I've come once. Imagine if I now set her on fire. Imagine what, what the, I'm gonna get. How from much that. like gratification that must be for him then?
1: But this wasn't his first offense. Back in the game, <laughs> a few years <days laughs> earlier than this. <laughs> Fucking. What? He's back in the game, back on the job. Fallen, right, fine, this wasn't the no. first offence after he'd fallen off the wagon. What do you want? <laughs> Take a pick.
0: 26 years sober. Four years, what the hell?
1: A few days earlier than this, he'd been walking down the street and walked ahead of a woman, and woman turned round, grabbed her by her lapels and repeatedly stabbed her 24 times before running off. He later admitted to return to the scene of the the crime again to get sexual gratification and visit the,
0: the same place a few times. But the crazy thing about this, this woman didn't die. Like he stabbed her 24 times with a pair of scissors and she survived it. And, but also, he thought, he said that uh, when he looked at his scissors afterwards, it was only the real tip that had broken off, and he assumed he, like, stabbed her a lot harder than he actually did. Oh. But uh, I'm sure it's quite hard to deal with anything if you're coming, so... <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, 24 times, and yeah, he's got... Yeah,
0: it's so fucking insane. But the, yeah, he got your ro-
1: He's got your rocks off to that. Mm. For, for but sure. then to,
0: yeah, the, then to go back and then set fucking fire to the body... It was quite a escalating time
1: though because it was only the 14th of february so this is five days after mm-hmm. setting up setting fire to the little girl that 45 year old mechanic was found stabbed to death with 20 knife wounds Curtin again visited the scene the next day but this time he had the balls to actually start talking to the police detective about the about the crime
0: oh this this um like, like rings of what what's his face the the really big guy the one who uh ed kemper this, uh, he would go to the cop he would hang out in the like the police bars and talk to all the detectives about the crimes he was committing and stuff and it's just the whole fucking such a psychopath that you're like yeah now I'm just going <laughs> to tell me about what I'm friend. doing yeah, tell me why you can't catch me <laughs> go on let me he, hear it he must have come whilst talking to that oh detective. 100% There's like no he way. had to like, like... <sighs> I'm fine. I'm, no, 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 I'm fine. I, I sneezed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told her. Oh. But um, what's also uh, different here, how he's changing up now. He's uh, like killing, going from killing young girls to older women to now like older. a man in his mid-40s. And it's just this whole range of victim profile.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't really be able to piece them all together. There's no, no, there's there's no there's... way to link the victims. Really.
0: No, I, I think what was a really important, Impressive. Well, it's actually really impressive. That one of the detectives on this, who was, like, the guy who apparently, like, revolutionized how police worked in Germany because of this case, he noticed that, um, the same shoe impressions were around the... Oh. Yeah, so it was a re- really, like, because the- it was such a vast disparity. Obviously, they-, they knew the kind of scissors were the kind of, mm-hmm. a lot of the objects, but still, this whole, people didn't really attack, they didn't, they didn't really understand how anything about serial offenders and stuff, but... Yeah, this whole thing of just from the shoe impressions, really, and the fact that it was all sexual sadism—it's kind of what how they noticed these crimes are actually linked.
1: I'd like to think he was talking to that detective on site. That was the detective,
0: and he's like, "That would be awesome if it was." Shit, I've got to change my shoes. <laughs> he's like Don't Yeah, we, we think he's the the got same... size well, nine. Would he would, shoes? He, would he? would he not just be like, "Yeah," and just like, "What?" Just crack like these. Carve, <laughs> carve the words <laughs> "fuck you" into the shoes. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> oh my god, how <laughs> angry would you be? Uh, shortly after this, a man named Stalsberg was arrested for attacking and assaulting two women with a noose. Because of the nature of the tax, they uh, basically linked him to Curtin's crimes. And for some reason, I'm guessing the reason is rampant mental illness and police, police brutality. Obviously. <laughs> he confessed to Curtin's crimes. And was uh, sent to what they uh, called at the time a lunatic asylum. <laughs> so, Which I believe now is a secure unit. But, uh, or a they, mental uh,
1: health institution.
0: Yeah, he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I believe is the yeah. PC term for it. But uh, yeah, he... Uh, he was a very ill person who clearly didn't have a good relationship with women, but uh, yeah, and I'm sure all the old uh, police truncheon
1: you know, help re- com- really with helped the confession.
0: Can't get that truth out there.
1: I, I will just never uh, understand why people admit to doing crimes they didn't do. And obviously, there's a lot of like forced confessions and stuff mm. like that where people are. But put, do you know what? Pressure people, people, they break and, people they, and they get people
0: away it. and they and they get these vulnerable people and they put them in. It's like um, have just got that that new dramatization of the the Central Park Five. It's on, they've just put released it on Netflix. So it's called like let us let us let them see us or something like that. Alright, and it's a real interesting case. And if you don't know, basically there was a a woman got raped and uh, killed in Central Park where there was a group loads of big group of kids were roughhousing, they were throwing stones at people, and they weren't, they were kind of up to no good, but in the way how kids are up to no good. Yeah. And then they just basically found five black kids, and were like, you did it. mean, you five. And then they separated them all off, and they were like, kept telling each one, of them like, if you tell us what happened, if you tell us what we want to hear, you can go. And you don't want to have to, so all these kids, like, started just confessing, to shit they didn't do. And then suddenly, they had the confessions. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Donald Trump put a thing about how they should bring back the death penalty, and he bought two pages in, like, the New York Times and put a fucking thing about how they should kill these fucking... They were, like, 15-year-olds, and it was absolutely insane, and they just basically got them these kids to confess, and they all went to prison for, like, a few years and stuff. But, yeah, this is how it happens. They tell you, yeah, if you tell us what you want to hear, we can go. Suddenly, you've said it, and then you, then you go... Well, I didn't actually do it. I was like, "Why? Why would you confess?" Yeah, and that's what—that's always the argument. Why would you confess to a crime you didn't do? Why would you? Yeah, because you fucking thought—if you said to me, "If I confess to it, I could go home," and <laughs> I've been here for twelve hours, I haven't like I've seen no one, I've spoken, I haven't spoken to a solicitor in any way. Yeah, and suddenly people just people crack under the pressure. If you never—if you ever admit something you haven't done, no, never. Don't think so. Not—it's not come to my head. I like to think of you doing it for some like nice things. You know, oh. Do you clean the toilet, Jack? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm right, I did. Yeah, I cleaned that toilet. <laughs> the toilets like got flies coming off. The <laughs> right. Took a massive shit in his yeah. afterwards, but hey. Yeah, straight away, I was, you know nothing kind of works up the the old plumbing like cleaning a toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. cleaned the living
1: room and then you know,
0: well, and then I, then I had so a party. I, <laughs> had I, was a like, I had a celebration. I was like, well, look at me, I've done some cleaning. Hey, everyone, let's get round. Let's get pizzas. Get, get get some drinks in.
1: So, yeah, it looks pretty much the same as it did last time.
0: Yeah. Uh, later that year in August, there were a number of strangulations and stabbings just around Dusseldorf. Yeah, And was it just was um, at this time where people now, they're starting to get freaked out. Like, people are scared because he's just... Because he doesn't have that many, like, known, like, death victims, but he could fucking attack so many people. He was just breaking into houses and he was still setting fires and, again, he was... Not quite yet, but he's chopping the next year. He chops off the fucking swan's head, so he's still just terrorizing this uh, city. And uh, on the 21st of August, three people were bitten.
1: Yeah, I think he, they were bitten, and I think he might have said, like, good evening to them, he...
0: <laughs> which is fucking yeah. terrifying. Just
1: getting, I'm assuming it's an attack from behind, so he bites them and then whispers. Oh, Again, God, that's not horrible. true if he's whispering, but that's what that's what's going through my head. Like, that's, that's oh, how what, it's so happening. What,
0: he sneaks up. I'm going... <laughs> we could have probably researched this better. But I'm going... <laughs> he, so he's he's grabbing them from behind, biting them on the neck.
1: Stabbing You're going,
0: them? going, whoa, you get bitten. Then stab, 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 abdomen style.
1: Uh, well, I think it was in the, like, back and around the neck they were getting stabbed. Oh, because so. he's drinking...
0: He's, a fa- he's doing the vampire thing. He's stabbing yeah. him and drinking it. Vampire of Dusseldorf. Oh, shit. Well, that took too long to connect those dots. <laughs> <laughs> but So, yeah, he's uh, generally being pretty fucking
1: spooky. And well, it was a couple of days after these three people were attacked on the 23rd of August during an annual fair in the town of Flet Fell? Flery? Flery? <laughs> 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 two foster sisters a 5-year-old Gertrude Hamacher oh, and 14-year-old Louise Lenzen, left the fair and started walking home as they and as they walked through the nearby allotments they were followed by a shadowy figure it stopped them and asked the elder girl Louise if she could buy the gentleman a packet of cigarettes
0: Oh, see, this and is... And
1: he would look after the young child.
0: This is the thing. People say kids don't respect adults anymore. Because shit like this would happen when they did. Yeah. Because if you, an adult, came up and talked to you, you were told to do exactly what that adult because said. Because they were an adult. Yeah. So they and he knew best. And fucking was like, yeah, don't worry. Off your pop. I'll watch this kid. Yep, yeah, that's so always... Never mind. Why would you ask the kid to go get him cigarettes? He's a grown ass man. He can go get them himself. Well, yeah. What possible Is, reason? It was the other way around. What reason did she give? Did he give her? Like, can you go get me the cigarettes? She probably went. Why? Because <laughs> I'm an adult, and she was like, "Oh, okay. Please don't beat me like everyone else
1: does." <laughs> can I borrow your ID, though?
0: <laughs> well, it, was, it was the. Yeah, f- no one's get ID then, but I no. think you probably could legally buy cigarettes. I, re- I reckon in the thirties, in the twenty
1: nine. Uh, Louise took the money and ran back to the fair after she was out of sight he picked up Gertrude strangled her and slowly slid her throat when Louise returned she was dragged off the footpath before being strangled and decapitated now we jump to our various sources <laughs> it was the afternoon after this a servant gir- girl, also named oh, Gertrude.
0: That's why. That's why I got confused. I was like, I knew there was the second Gertrude. Yeah. Who we hammered attacked didn't he?
1: Yeah. Was accosted by a man who tried to persuade her to have sexual intercourse. When she said, "I'd rather die." <laughs> ...but poor choice of Really poor choice of really, words. Really, po- really. Given poor the choice. guy you're stood in front of and what he's like asking for, yeah. I'd rather die. Well then, die then. Was pretty much his response.
0: Then you shall die! <laughs> uh, he then...
1: She survived the attack, though. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, so, uh, And she but... was able to, like, give a quite a good description, apparently, of... Oh, no, this Peter. is because
0: she sent a friend her letter, didn't she? This is what... She was the one she wrote... Is this this one? That she didn't go to the police about this. Or was this the other girl? Oh. No, I'm mixing up two ones. So, uh just pre- before proceeding the November 5th attacks of Gertrude and her sister he uh, persuaded a 31 year old servant girl named Ida to uh, accompany him to a cafe and then uh, afterwards she he managed to get him her back to his place and she basically she as soon as she realized what was going on she was like um, actually I'm gonna leave and then it was at this point, he started strangling her, and then he would like let her regain consciousness, and then he would uh, strangle her whilst trying to rape her. And then, basically, he just let her go. What? Which was weird. Uh, I, think, I don't weird. think maybe he didn't have a weapon on him, and he maybe he just his hands were tired. But this actually led her. When she left, she wrote a letter to her friend describing the attack, and then the man. And then the friend actually went on and gave the letter to the police so this is what, That's how, what all
1: good friends do
0: yes yeah, yeah, so you should hope that the so the whole time where this is how ha- all these attacks are happening Dusseldorf is absolutely gripped in fear supposedly his um, peter kirkland's wife has absolutely No idea what's going on. Bullshit. Well, she's suspect that he's doing something because she also thought he was having affairs with these women. And then, because one of that, she actually got him arrested one of the the last times he went to prison before these attacks because she got one of the women he was having sex with to, uh, which I'm not sure, I'm not saying she claimed it because it wasn't true, got her to openly admit that he was forcing her to have sex with him because he undoubtedly was, yeah, he's he the definitely fucking, was. The, he's the king of the perverts, and uh, so she, that got him sent to prison. So she knew something was was amiss. But uh, so this letter led um, investigators to turn up at Curtin's house, and uh, when the investigators turned up there, he was like, "Oh fuck this," <laughs> and just pissed off and like got uh, some stayed in lodgings. So knowing that he was going to be captured, according to him, and I'm using some big quotation marks, <laughs> he went to his wife and admitted that he was had raped this girl, and because of his prior convictions, he was going to get sent away for a long time. And then he got her, convinced her to meet up with him, and then basically admitted that to being the vampire of Dusseldorf, because you got—we haven't really said this—but the whole of Dusseldorf is just fucking terrified because these are attacks. Because we've like haven't even covered fully everything. Because he's—we've said all the main like his main killings where he's killed, I believe, nine people. But he has been sexually assaulting women left, right, and centre. He's been, again, we're saying he's been burning everything down. So this town is real, gripped with fear. And uh, he basically goes there and admits to her that he's the... He gets her to come out for lunch. And says, like, oh, I'm the... Basically, I'm the person who's been doing all this stuff. And apparently he was very calm to her when he came and told her all these things. And, like, uh, something, again, we haven't said. She really kind of accepted her lot because she was raped continuously. And he was very, very aggressive towards her and very, very... Spiteful and mean as she could, obviously, he was because he's a fucking psychopath, yeah. But she really internalized it because of the fact that she'd killed her ex fiance, she kind of saw this as her punishment like everything that he's doing to her, she is deserved, yeah. She quote cause... unquote deserved because she killed that man. And you don't know what that guy was probably doing to her at the case, or it might be a case that she just fucking lost it and she, yeah, shot. she
1: was just. Crazy. Yeah,
0: and, and she could have been that case, but uh yeah, we again, she didn't deserve the fucking this. No one deserved to be with Peter Kirkland, and uh, he went and told her like, you can go hand me in and claim the reward money, and then shortly after telling her what happened. So yeah, he he basically went to her, said that he was gonna go confess to the police, but she should go call him, mm. tell him in. She went uh, and immediately told the police. He was arrested. And upon his arrest, it admitted to everything. And something that he loved to do. He fucking loved to talk. And he would just tell the joy he would get from talking about all his crimes and everything he'd done. And what he also loved to do you would have to fucking change up the stories. He liked to, even though he wasn't maybe necessarily fully lying, because maybe he remembers it in a different way, but yeah. he knew he was lying about some of the stuff, but he got the, it was the big details he always got right. It was the little details that he, he just was, didn't care about. Well, yeah, he either didn't care or he told it in the way that makes it better for his story. Because again, all he's doing is crafting his own pleasure. This, this is what everything is. This is yeah, it's
1: a lot of a lot of serial killers. Yeah, it's
0: making your own reality, and you're making your own like fucking. You're telling your tale through all the horrendous things you're doing, and he really fucking painted his canvas with all the shit that he had done, and yeah, it was just the the fact that he held that city and fear for it. Because it was only a year, really. Yeah, it's that... not
1: long to hold, like to hold us. A...
0: To, to hold it, yeah, it's kind of the son of Sam length of time where he held that New York fear for a, just a year. But again, he's still people still talk about him now. But what peaked turns not only was the lifelong criminal, but he was just so sexually depraved, and everything was just for him to get off. Yeah, and everything was so he could get off because even. Just appearing like well mannered and stuff—that's another part of the deceit. Because then he's lying to everyone else, and he's like, "Yeah, having I mean, no one's, no one's worked out that I'm the madman." <laughs> yeah, these fucking tiny little tash and horrible, horribleness. But uh, upon his arrest, he was promptly sentenced to death. He tried oh, to plead yeah. guilty. By, uh, not guilty by insanity but uh he was just a bit too hard i think at the trial for them to really believe <laughs> they, that they could really yeah see but it. it it took the trial lasted 10 days it was a point of did you
1: search his pockets before I yeah, he's he came here like,
0: you <laughs> every time every time i saw that happened every time the murder brought up the table would shake a little bit <laughs> but yeah he um he got sentenced promptly to death by because it's 1930 by the guillotine. Which oh, well, anytime anyone go? dies by guillotine, I'm like, what? By guillotine? Is it the is it the seventeen hundreds? <laughs> it's medieval times. Yeah, I feel like I want a French aristocrat with a big wig on. Yeah. That's the only people I imagine dying by guillotine. I want a
1: knight in full armour pulling the
0: yeah, yeah, Trigger. like a full. Like a, it's sort of that. He, he's he has to cut axing, the, axe, yeah. the axe, the axe, the cable down, and drops just, the thing, which really seems counterintuitive to have two blades involved <laughs> yeah, in just... one man's head being chopped off. But uh, uh, prior to uh, his death, he was in, extensively interviewed by Kyle Berg and said what's well, one of the first ever psychological studies of a sexual serial killer, and uh, it was uh, stated that he, he every, like. His primary motive in any form of criminal activity was his own sexual pl- pleasure, and then because he began to involve it, he started associated sexual cycle with criminality. It was just the violent cycle of like soon as violence gets mixed in, yeah he was at such a young age when he started to kill animals so he could come better and it was literally an and it just yeah. and just escalated to the point where everything was getting him off because everything he was doing was deceitful and it was just everything was depraved and his whole life was built around it and his whole thing was less the actual killing and it was the the release of blood is what really really got him like it was the blood spouting that's why he would use the small pocket knives and that's why he did multiple Cause stabs because it would spurt out across. but he also added that apart from the sexual motive The other motive was to strike back at the oppressive society that oppressed him because he kept doing illegal things. (laughs) But also, I can imagine, at the time, his childhood was fucking horrendous. And, oh, one thing we didn't actually mention, his dad was actually arrested for incest. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's something when, at the time where he was done for fraud... All the stuff about his sisters started coming up and it, all the stuff about his dad came out because he obviously tried to use that as defense yeah and his dad actually got sentenced for it so not real any justice because his whole family would yeah exactly no, no, just, it was just an for absolute the the travesty family, but... no no this is a story with uh, zero winners as i think a lot of the stories we cover really are but
1: yeah I was about to go. Hey, no, we covered that, and I was like, no, 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 no. It's a, every, no everyone's. Uh, sasquatch, that's a real winner. Re- yeah, sasquatch. Winners all around for that. Sasquatch.
0: That, the, that photo of that. Um, the that yowie. Winners, everyone. The, the true winner. Yeah, but everything else. Yeah.
1: It's, it's not really what we do.
0: So, for his last meal, he ordered the single most German thing: bratwurst uh, <sighs> sausage. No, he ordered Wiener schnitzel. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> A bottle of white wine and fried potatoes. And upon finishing it, he turned to the guards and asked for seconds. I don't know what you're thinking. They were like, go fuck yourself, Kirtland, you piece of fucking rotten shit. No, they were so taken aback, they gave him more. Ballsy. Like it? Yep. Yeah. And then, uh so, we walk to the guillotine with his uh, psychiatrist... And the priest. And then just before he um, put his head down into the block. Please tell me he asks for thirds. <laughs> if I could ask for one more thing. <laughs> I've got any more Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> <Ooh>, dessert. <laughs> oh, I need a gator. Gator German, is it? <laughs> Black Forest Gow. Yeah, be. yeah. Black yeah, Forest Gow is got to be. Strudel. Strudel. <laughs> Damn it. That's what he asked for. He clearly asked for strudel. Um, uh, no, he, uh, says one of, I think one of the most famous, uh, quotes, it's definitely I've, it's a quote that I've had ringing around my head, I don't know, since I was, like, 15. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me,
1: after my head is chopped off, will I still be able to hear, at least for a moment, the sound of my own blood gushing from the stump of my neck? That would be the pleasure to end all pleasures.
0: You know, and then uh, I'm not sleeping tonight,
1: yeah, yeah, it's fucking horrendous. And yeah, then go at 6 a.m. on the 2nd of July, 2000,
0: 2001, <laughs> 1931, they turned to him, asked if he had any final words. And you'd think, after saying that, he would have another one loaded. Yeah, I mean, no, you'd expect... he blew... Do you know what the fucking thing with him? He blew his load early and didn't use those as his final words. Uh, well, t-
1: did he blow his load early? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, he definitely did. He, he said that and then he came all over himself. You know he did. Then he turned, they, um, they turned to him, asked if he had any final words. He simply said no. And the guillotine dropped. And he was dead.
1: It's a very uh, disappointing... Final, final words, words. Yeah. I'd have left those final words yeah, like, can you it's...
0: imagine that If he just says that And then he puts his knees down Then you say nothing You say nothing else you,
1: you, No, you've probably got your hands tied Yeah you, he's definitely you, got his hands tied you on you his out, I, I was go... expected to go Like a yeah, you know signal and like a hand gesture Just You
0: know, a on On the walk here I, told, I asked If I could hear my own blood blush Because that would really really make me come
1: And you think I've got more <sighs> words to say after that
0: and so, they took obviously. They assumed doctors assumed that his brain clearly would hold some secrets to why he was so depraved and so vile. Really? And they, uh, they uh, so what they did. They decided to do the older uh, dissect his head directly down the middle, which no. is a weird way. I've never seen. But guess how else do you take a brain out? Like I think during an autopsy round. they do the, they just do the cap, don't they? Yeah, take the cap off, pull it out. But um, not not these uh, German doctors. So they check it out, then after looking at his brain to see unfortunately, there was no abnormalities found within his brain. But what they did get from it was one hell of an amusement exhibit. And his head, mummified and dissected, is able to be viewed to this day in the Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum.
1: I'm looking at photos and
0: I really want to go and see it. I, I, I didn't realise how how it's taken me this long to realise that this is a thing. But, uh, yeah, you can go see his. any people out there in Wisconsin. Please let us know.
1: Yeah, go see it. Let if us know what's it's, what yeah, it's
0: yeah, like. let us know. And try and find someone from the museum and really see if someone's touched it. Yeah, uh, I
1: really I, want to know if anyone's touched it.
0: And I want to know what mummified things feel like. And I really hope it's real. And, uh, like... Because you look at it, and my first thought, as in any time I see any human remains, which, I tell you what, Jack, this year has gotten a lot more, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like somehow it's your fault. Why is it my fault? Because... The I'm my,
1: they count on you.
0: See, that's the thing, though, is I, I always have been weird, weird little kid, like, yeah, look at, all my, look at all my darkness, Yeah, sitting in a hole looking, reading about devil worship. But never clicked on the images. Never needed the images. I'm like, oh, everything's everything's all up in this <laughs> noggin. I'm just making it and all over you like, well, why don't you click on that link? And once you've seen a load of dead bodies, you're immediately desensitized to it. And you're like, yeah, and this. To the point that as as a group, you, me, and Clarice have seen five dead bodies today. Yeah. One of which was a video of someone dying. Well, wait, we don't know if we... Definitely he, he died. But, I mean, he fell off a, a hundred and twenty-foot crane. That man was deader than anyone has ever been. Yeah, all right. his insides are pate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did land on a train track.
0: He, that was crazy. The fact that he landed also on the train track. Imagine if a train had gone by at oh. the last point. <sighs> you know what? I kind of had the I had the fun open head bit as the nice way to end, but then. We've gone onto videos of live death, so uh, <laughs> have you got any, any anything positive to bring to the table? Oh, well, there's
1: the whole open head thing. We are saying how cool that would be for Corey Taylor's next Slipknot mask. Oh, Jesus, Whatever yeah, number album is, it is after the like one they just and released. We will
0: obviously Instagram it, but uh, I want to see the lineup of Corey Taylor where, and the, everyone in Slipknot wearing... God, you know who it would be perfect for? For the, Manson, the Marilyn Manson's band, how they all had the serial killer name, didn't they? Oh, they had yeah, half the model, half the serial killer. Imagine those faces, like the split-open like, head, but actually half and half. Oh, fuck, yeah. So Charles Manson, half one there. Marilyn Manson, the other side. Not Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Morrow. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn the other side. Fucking hell, that took me too long. <laughs> what are you looking up?
1: I was just saving the image of the head. For okay, yeah, that's
0: good. So, uh, you can uh, find us on... The Instagram and that's it I think yeah we're, Instagram we are, we are, we are Spotify Spotify we're on I don't know uh, Podbean Podbean just emailed me saying get us to you that we're not on Google Oh, so well, well uh, I'll good. get on that we'll this that. week. So we're there. We're on Spotify. We're on pod. Big news that iTunes going away. Like it, that podcast app weren- hasn't been a thing for the last ten years.
1: Yeah, it's just going away from. <laughs> yeah, it's not going max. away.
0: It, like in case yeah. anyone's let- trying to freak you out on the news, because that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're- the holy shit! Like, all iTunes the is gone. gone. Like no, no. We, it's Apple just, Music yeah. phones haven't had iTunes on them ever your 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 computer's fine all your music will still be there there's still the iTunes store
1: you're just going to get different apps for different things
0: yeah it's fine I don't think we need to be telling anyone. I don't think anyone listening to this has been worried. No, because uh, everyone did come over and su- you made it sound like to me. And yeah, the- that's how I read the that uh, article. I was like, well. oh it's like, shit. he's oh, like so archaic. He has everything in CDs and fucking. Tape yeah, so he anyway. didn't really care. He was like, who's um... like, yeah, he's just there like shouting vindication. <laughs> yeah, but finally, Fuck the the uprising, world. the uprising is here. Even though CDs are digital music, why is he trying to pretend? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, any- email us anything that you want. Any yeah. fun stories. Any suggestions of things to cover? It's at 109 Ocean Avenue on Gmail.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh. Next up after
0: we're continuing the theme with a, I'm gonna say definitely a lesser known one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. When you mentioned it, I was like, uh, I'm not quite sure if
0: Yeah, I worked with Romanian people, so I've got the. I've got. I feel like I've got the inside scoop.
1: Yeah, it's the vampire of Bucharest.
0: Yeah. I don't remember his name
1: me neither we didn't write it down
0: perfect all right guys <laughs> gotcha. all right guys cheers if you're gonna do something do it well and leave something with you leave a sign to let the world know that you were there have a good day